Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from dirty, dirty air in Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Mark, and sitting in for Frank. Yeah, and I'm Dan. And coming up on today's show, we've got, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about miracles. The truly miraculous. The miraculous. I believe in miracles. Call in with what you've experienced. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be super fun. Yeah. We'll uh we'll 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 know all of the things that we need to know. Yeah, I think it's a nice follow on to your to your quackery episode. I think that's a good. Sure. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think this will this this will make us all feel a little better. Right, because it's not quackery. It's the opposite. It's it's just lies. <laughs> it's just a bunch of liars. <sighs> Dan. Oh, no, 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 no. We'll talk about the real miracles. Blasphemy. Real miracles. That Those are all sports related. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Sport related. If you're going to, if you're going to listen to the, the sports <clears throat> movies, what was it? They're all named miracle something. Aren't are they? they? A miracle on the miracle mile. No, that's a place. Uh, I don't know. There's a, wait, what's the miracle one? Do you believe in miracles? What's that one? It's, oh, that's about a sport. It's hockey. Oh, it was the miracle on ice. It was. The miracle. I'm old enough. I remember that. It was. It was the. Uh, it was the U.S. beating the USSR. The goddamn Ruskies in hockey in 1980. But before, 80? but, yeah, but like before that. we do that, before we get into all of that miraculous talk, mm. let's uh, let's let's tell some stories. Let's break it down. <laughs> Why don't you break it down first? I'm break. Take the room down. Yeah. Well, I've got a. I got a great one. Yeah. It's this 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 guy never ever ever fails to please. He's a fixture. I know he's a fixture on your show. Uh, Ted Nugent uh, <laughs> is, and I just kind of caught onto this story. Ted Nugent's anti-Semitic meltdown. You you mean rock legend Ted Nugent? Yeah, for the Motor City Madman, and admitted pedophile. Oh, yeah. What he, he admit, admitted to having uh, uh, sex with many underage girls. Ah, but he's a good family. You know, he's a he's a hero of the Christian right, and uh, as he should be, uh-huh. as a as a as a draft dodging, pant shitting pedophile. That's all true. Oh, we've all shit our pants. It just it was lucky he did it in front of the draft, draft board. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right. So it, the the headline kind of surprised me. Well, it didn't surprise me at all. Ted Nugent's anti-Semitic meltdown continues. I, <laughs> I wasn't aware it had begun, but I realized that. We, but it's but but it's safe to assume it's kind of a Zen thing. <laughs> like you know, when what, where's the beginning? Where's the end? Right. And yeah. There will be no end. So, no. Uh, musician, and I think that should be in quotes. An NRA board member, Ted Nugent, is receiving criticism from civil rights groups. And praise from white nationalists after posting multiple anti-Semitic rants on his Facebook page this week. Oh, my. Uh, But as Timothy Johnson of Media Matters notes, Ted Cruz's presidential campaign is still touting praise from Nugent. (laughs) Nugent, who in the last few days suggested that gun reform is an evil Jewish plot, portrayed Jewish leaders as Nazis paving the way for the next Holocaust. And I mean. I can't, I can't believe I'm laughing at this. And wow, mock- I'm laughing because it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, that's quite a thing to say. And if he said it to a guitar solo, like, you know, <laughs> uh, and mocked Holocaust victims, I'm, this is real, as soulless sheep, has now engaged in several debates on his Facebook page over his remarks. In one debate, Nugent defended himself by saying that he was, that he was a war hero in the Iraq war. He tweeted, I am a war hero, Fallujah 04, and fight the big war here at home daily. Just ask a bunch of soldiers, uh, blah, blah, blah. Wait. Yeah. He, he, did he go to Fallujah? 
Well, he didn't fight there. No, he's too old. Well, he went. He and Toby Keith, who <laughs> might have fought on the plane going over for the USO tour. Yeah, sure. But uh, he's a he's a he's a USO hero. Yeah, or something. Yeah, he's a hero. Oh yeah, he's my hero. <laughs> he's amazing. So sorry, Jews, but he's on to you. Oh jeez. Yeah, gun Jew. gun oh. grabbing Jews. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that is kind of an amazing thought that that the whole gun control thing is it's uh, the Jews. Yeah. This is why we can't elect Bernie Sanders. He might take your guns. <laughs> it's true. Because he's a Jew. He's a gun grabbing pro gun Jew from Vermont. Right. Yeah, that's true that he is pro gun, but he'll take that away. Yeah. It's just, you know, the Jews and their <clears throat> trickery. And this is what's amazing <laughs> is is how many times has Nugent directly threatened bodily harm to the president of the united states oh and i'm sure that that's a regular thing at, yeah he's done it many times he's had more than one visit from the secret service <laughs> you, you can't you can't do that to i him. mean it is a crime yeah, yeah so true. someone arrest him please yeah. some please before well, but then again he's so, he's so good for comedy purposes oh yeah although if you do arrest him that means taking away his gun which makes him unable to accidentally kill himself <laughs> in a monument <laughs> To irony. It'll happen. That's totally, if it except hasn't already. That, except that he's more of a bow hunter, I think. Oh, he loves his guns, though. Yeah, he's, that's yeah, true. But if, if, he, if he accidentally <laughs> bow hunted himself, that <laughs> would be even more amazing. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Oh, I'm trying to, okay, I'm going to do this one next. I'll, okay. I'm, I'm saving the, the sad one for the middle. All right. Uh, so this one is, it's not exactly happy. Uh, in West Virginia, you've heard of this state. It's a state yeah, in these United States. With, where is it? It's west of um, Virginia. Ah, well, that makes sense. You'd think. Yeah. Uh, anywho, I love that there's no East Virginia, though. No, that's water. That's the wealth, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so West Virginia, it's the Chesapeake Bay. They have. Uh, they, there's a. They, they've got a law, or or rather, they, it's been passed by their by the Senate. And I think the House, I think this may be a law. Or Do they have both of those? There are something. They've got wow. like a, anyway, I'm not going to, I have not done enough research to know exactly. I how think there it's called the, the wide and the double wide. <laughs> right? So the bills or, originate in the wide and they move to, to double wide. This is uh, Bill DW11. Uh, no, it's Senate Bill or SB11. Does it regulate possums? <laughs> it, it, no. Uh, it's a, it's known as the West Virginia Freedom of Conscience Protection Act. Oh, there's nothing good about this, is there? This is this is to save those poor souls from you goddamn queers and you're getting married and and whatnot. Sure, uh, sure. Because the problem is that right now, let's just say that there's a uh, a. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, please pardon our coughing and whatnot. It, we, we this is we live in uh, Beijing. It's horrendous here right now, you guys. You can't. I can't even see Dan. <laughs> we, we, yeah, everyone in Salt Lake is blind now. Oh, it's the worst. It's the, terrible here. It's a it's a it's a it's a phenomenon of our mountains and our and our weather. And yeah. it, it traps the dirt in the air. It's gross. Anywho, uh, moving along. Uh, so this, so basically, uh, if we the only way to protect. Some poor, defenseless Christian uh, uh, clerk from having to l allow you defenseless gay people to get married. Yeah, is to make it such that to make the law such that if you have a sincerely held religious belief, 
it trumps pretty much any goddamn thing. Yeah, so this is, I, I think I've heard of this one. This is going beyond refusing the marriage licenses. This is like, I, 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 there's a there's a brown kid in the crosswalk. I ain't stopping. Boom. Yeah, Christian. I, I mean, it could be taken that far, theoretically. Like, theoretically, this is... Oh, it is, will be. This, is, this should be called the How Hard Can We Bite Ourselves in the Ass Act. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean... Where does it stop? Right. Can 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 a Satanist claim that it's a that his or her firmly held religious belief uh, allows for shoplifting or does not allow for not shoplifting? Well, the Satanists are already already jumping into this. God bless them. Yeah. Well, oh, Lord you mean this, ba- ba- Balthafor? What's his name? Baphomet. Baphomet. Bless them. Although I like Balthafor. <laughs> I think that's. I think he was on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm mixing my universes here. Yes, indeed. Um. You're right, but it's, think of like stand your ground laws in yeah, Florida. Yeah. Oh, no one will ever abuse this. Boop. I'll just chase Trayvon Martin around the neighborhood until I freak him out so much that you know, yeah, he attacks me, and then boom, well within my rights. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a kettle of fish. It's but, a can of worms that they've opened. It's a it's a can of possums. But they, yeah, these the, the Satanists already jumped in. In which I can't remember which state. Where a, a, a woman said that it is against her religion uh, that waiting periods for abortion for abortion are against her religion, right? And great, like, yeah. How is that? What's the blood test for sincerely held religious beliefs? Yeah, exactly. Right? I, yeah, this is these are so these laws like this are so poorly thought out. Yeah, they're just this desperate attempt to preserve Christian privilege, right? And they're so badly thought out that they. I, it's shocking to me that they don't see the right. shit coming. It, it's amazing that they can't see it coming. And the only way you make these laws go away is you show them how it could bite their Christian privilege in the ass. Right. And then they go away. Right. Of course they go away yeah. because as the second somebody else asserts a right that's right. supposed to be just for Christians, right. they go... I think it was Louisiana where the, they, they passed a law just lavishing tons of money public, you know, taxpayers' money onto uh, Christian private schools, right. vouchers and shit like that. Right. And a Muslim school's like, sweet, cool, we're good, we're ready for our vouchers. Yeah. And the same senator was like, whoa, what? whoa, 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 hang what? on, no. Yeah, and, and I think she was involved in repealing her own law. Right. So the Muslims didn't get a dollar. Yep. That's, uh, it's important. These are important yeah. uh, things to do. What's so weird that something so dumb would happen in West Virginia? Huh. Yeah. So bizarre. Who would have seen that coming? Yeah. I mean, I saw that documentary, Winter's Bone. Mm, that's Did you a, see that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no huge surprise. Oh, my God. That was a really good movie, though. Well, do you want me to jump, like, take us miles and miles and miles away from your story? Please do. Dateline, West Virginia. Oh, God damn it. A you guilt? tricked me. I gotcha. I gotcha in the old West Virginia hog swoggle. <laughs> I don't know. Does, do, we, do you think anybody listens you, in West you Virginia? You stung me right in the West Virginia. Do you think anybody listens on their old time radio? <laughs> the one they used to listen to President Roosevelt? Wow. You're, you're making friends. I know. All I'm just in a terrible... This air has me in a terrible mood. <laughs> just, you know, I'm an awful person. A Gilmer County deputy clerk had a lesbian couple in tears after calling their union an abomination on what was supposed to be a happy day. Oh. S- Samantha Brookover and Amanda Abramovich went last week to get married, according to the Charleston Gazette Mail. Uh, the couple have loved ones and cameras in tow. The West Virginia couple said Debbie Allen, the deputy clerk who processed their marriage license, gave them a biblical earful. 
They said Alan huffed and puffed, slammed things around, then yelled at the two of them for three, uh, two or three minutes about her views that what they were doing was wrong in her eyes and God's. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, 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 they told the Gazette they were flabbergasted, hurt, and angry, like you wouldn't believe. Uh, it wasn't the first time the women have been attacked for their sexual orientation. Of course, they live in West Virginia. Right. No. Um, yeah. That'll happen. I, I, <sighs> That's amazing. No, That's wait. Amazing. Did she end up issuing them the license? Yeah. Okay. So she just wanted to rant and rave under duress while she was administering yeah. her duties. And she screamed at them as they walked off that you're an abomination. <laughs> nice. So it's 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 so stupid, it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's fuck, man. Can you imagine somebody screaming at a straight couple, you're an abomination? Like just taking a huge shit on your wedding day. Yeah, yeah. The brother of the bride or the best man would come and knock your fucking teeth out. Yeah, it's it's and, that's an I, insane thing to do to somebody. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, the book that most condemns homosexuality in the Bible, Leviticus, yeah. also condemns things like t tattoos. Tattoos. So why, yeah. why shouldn't she sh be screaming at straight couples who are tatted up? Could the, you know, how come one of the Ten Commandments could not have been, don't be a fucking horrible Just asshole? quit being a dick about it. Yeah. That's oh, just amazing. Yeah. It's so it's so shitty and so cruel, and it, it sucks that that's part of their wedding day. First of all, what the fuck are you doing in West Virginia? Yeah, gay ladies, ladies. But you know, it should have been a happy day anyway. You should have yeah. had your gay people. You know, people shouldn't have to leave their their place of birth, their they, holler. If they, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> You are just loving on the Southerners this time. Uh, well, you know, the South doesn't really claim West Virginia, and neither does the North. Nobody they're, claims West Virginia. No, it's true. They're kind of on their own. <laughs> East Virginia doesn't claim them. I'm going to claim it. I'm going to claim it for, for Utah. For, it's, for, it's, it's now a Utah subsidiary. For queen and country. For queen. I, I've planted my flag. This is now. I, I hope we're going away from West Virginia because we're... We're going far away from West okay. Virginia. All right. Uh, I'm taking us all the way to Africa. Oh. Uh, which doesn't bode well on our show. Oh. If we talk about Africa on this show, there's not good things happening. Uh, I'm going to talk about a phenomenon that has occurred uh, for years now, for centuries maybe. No, probably decades. I don't know. Uh, for a long time, however, uh, Dayline Tanzania. Oh, this is not going to be good. Um. <clears throat> So there, so there are traditional African spiritualisms, uh, religions. Yeah, I saw the Lion King. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, witch doctory is uh, is 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 something that happens there, uh, and uh, magic is practiced. Ooh. And here's the thing, uh, you know the the uh, the tribal witch doctor slash uh, spiritualist person. Can claim to make all all manner of potions and 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 things to to that would give you any number of uh, thing. You know, if you need to be successful in your wrestling match, he'll give you one thing. And if you need to be, you know, if you need to have a good crop, he'll give you another thing. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get rich, and I mean you want to get wealthy, I'm li I'm listening. You got to bring him. The body part of an albino. Oh, I knew that's what this was going to be. Oh, it's so terrible. Okay, so like literally, this isn't like not, th this is like 
something that it has become such a problem yeah. that every albino in in these parts of Africa is f- fearful of their life. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's the freakiest fucking thing. Uh, the, you know, I, I read the story of one woman uh, who, she's a young woman, she's in uh, a high school age, very bright young woman. She, uh, she is, uh, she suffers, from, doesn't suffer, she has al- albinism. Yeah. She is uh, pink. Which is, I mean, you know, she's she's very albino. She's yeah. visibly so. Um, a Tanzanian with albinism. Yes, and which which actually is the name of my That's, upcoming album. Those are our vocal warm ups before the show. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, but she, she so she's nervous uh, in part because when she was seven years old, uh, attackers came to her house and uh, took her sister who was 28 at the time and also has uh, had albinism yeah and cut off both of her arms oh, with machetes fuck me literally they cut off i mean take well, a, why are you telling me this this take is a terrible finger take a why do you need a whole arm i'm telling you this oh. because these are the dangers of belief of unchecked oh my superstitious yeah, I know, belief i i know about this and they they're there, you know, a lot of people are in hiding and a lot of trying to get out of the country. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just disgusting it's, and uh, evil. It's, it's, it's a, evil. It's just evil. It's pure evil. Yeah. Uh, you know, since... Where's, where's the figure? Since uh, 2006, 164 people have been murdered oh my God. and 264 maimed. Uh, for, for their, for their well, prized... That's, that's only half a statistic. Yeah. What are the stock portfolios of of the guys who wanted to get rich? I mean, I think that's important to know. It, we should know that. And yeah. unfortunately, I don't think that they've been paying much attention. I I you know, I mean, you know Baloney. how how uh how closed-lipped those rich guys are. They can be. They they're they're very they they don't want people to know their uh their finances. And if it's, if the 164 dead uh, albino Africans and 164 more, more rich Africans you know, I see. I see, there's a, there's a silver lining. Yeah, exactly. yeah, at least somebody got something good out of it. Yeah, there's a silver lining. Sure, sure. Something tells me it might not be one to one. No, but you know, well, what I'm shocked about is, you know, if I'm an albino and I want to be rich, Ooh. I've got all these parts. But you're yeah, you're in a real pickle. I'm just gonna, you know, I can lose, you know, my left arm. I don't <laughs> use that as much. Wow. If I'm rich, I can hire somebody to, you know, be my arm for to me. To be your left arm. Yeah. Yeah, to do all the things. I'll hire 10 arms. <laughs> that's amazing. Just come around. You're my arms. Yeah. Lift all that. Wow. That's so fucked Help up. Help me undo my pants. That's so fucked up. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, bad things happening. I also read a thing. I, I opted to go with this one. I read, I, I, it was between this and uh, another article that I read about uh, female genital mutilation being horribly <laughs> undercounted. Yeah, it's massively undercounted. Uh, so apparently there's a, there's a lot of that. That's all fun. It's all uh, uh, oh, the good times. I wonder if they could work something out where it's like, okay, look, you can't kill people with this condition. But, you know, if they get their appendix out. Sure, you can have that. Can they? Can, what about their hair? How does that do? Yeah, just get a little, just get a little, little kind of yellowy locket. Yeah, a little lock of hair. Uh, it's really hard to make fun of this because it's, it's not a funny thing. No, no. it's a it's a horrific, terrible, it's so thing. ghastly. Yeah. Well, 
So quick, go on to your next thing. I'm I'm afraid. (laughs) Oh, God. Pardon me. I'm afraid that uh, I'm going from one ghastly thing to another. Sweet. Heidi Cruz says, Ted is running to show this country the face of the God that we serve. Oh. You want to go back to to witch doctory in Africa? (sighs) So Senator Ted Cruz's wife, Heidi, Uh uh, who Samantha B. described as his possible hostage, (laughs) Uh, has been campaigning for her husband full-time over the past several months and said that he is running to show this country the face of the God that we serve. Well, okay, can I just step in here and say that if Ted Cruz's face is the face of a God, that's one creepy-ass God. Yeah, that's like looking at, you know, the the kind of Aztec gods. and That's the most punchable of all of the gods. Yes. <laughs> a, he, yeah, that's the face of God that we're supposed to serve. That he, he reminds me of if somebody was going to a holiday party yeah. in the 70s <laughs> and had made like a Velveeta cheese ball portrait of Richard Nixon, <laughs> but then left it in the back window of the car <laughs> while they were inside, and it just kind of melted. Just a little bit. Ugh. Just enough. Oh, just, my God. They, I actually read an article the other day where a neurologist had tried to figure out why people are so freaked out by Ted Cruz's face. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, and it's like, because it doesn't obey any of the rules. Oh, really? Yeah, it it doesn't smile in the right way. Right, it yeah. It doesn't, the, you know, the mouth doesn't move properly. No, the, he did he, He's clearly insincere. I think the point is that he's his face is completely disconnected from anything real yeah. in life. You remember in, in Men in Black when Vincent D'Onofrio, like, the alien comes and peels the skin off him and oh, puts yeah. it on? Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to I'm a human now. Right. I mean, that's kind of Ted Cruz, but the first thing the alien picked up other than the skin was a Bible. Yeah. He, lo- he looks like a, a rejected Muppet. Ugh. He's just he's just so wrong. Jim Henson was never that malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> he did not try to create nightmare fuel. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to show us the face of God, people. So get out there in the primaries. Go, go and, look at him. And, and vote for Trump. Decide if that's the God you want to serve oh, for the next four years. God, it's just, I, it's literally, I, I have awakened late at night going, oh, my God, one of these guys could win. <laughs> Oh my God! Fortunately, I'm moving to Tanzania. None of them have a have a prayer. Well, that's all they have. Well, prayer. they they do have a lot of prayer. Prayer and super packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weirdly true. more effective than prayer. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I'm going to take us to Louisiana. Oh, you got another one? Yeah, we're doing one more. Uh, this one, this one's more fun. I just thought, you know, it was a uh, Fat Tuesday. This yes. this last Tuesday. Yes. Uh, you, you've been to Mardi Gras. You to, bet I have. To Mardigris. Who dat? Uh, I, no, that's not a person. Who dat? No, that's a thing. Trust me, it's a thing. They, <laughs> Southern listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Who dat? Yes, yeah. it's the who dat nation. It's who dat nation. Down there. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they have a big party on Fat <laughs> Tuesday. And, um, and for about three weeks leading up to that. Right, exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the tradition of Carnival uh, is where it stems from, and I just wanted to give a few fun facts about, about it. Let's do uh, it. Because, I, uh, because Huffington Post made it easy Is for one me. of the facts sexy Brazilian ladies oh, at that, Carnival? And with, <laughs> with their implants in all of the places. If you say so. Looks real to me. Well, good. What would I know? With What with your... Well, with your uh, vast ex- experience yes, with, with all of my explorations. With the ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I uh, so uh, carnival comes the Latin root of the word carnival means uh, removal of the meat or flesh. Yes, uh, carne car, car, carne asada. You know, <laughs> carn is is meat. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, so it basically it's because uh, Lent. The, the, this this whole thing arose because Lent was coming. That's right. Uh, and in Lent, we're now in Lent. Yeah. Uh, and Lent is the time when the Catholics say you got to give up uh, your vice. Or yeah. You give- I just gave up shitting on people from West Virginia. Oh, did you? For yeah, just, Lent? just now. You, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise Ooh, it's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, so yeah, so, so right before you have to give everything up and, and have a not fun life for 40 days, yep. uh, you, 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 you indulge. Oh yes. And you have your, you have yourself a drink or two oh, yes. or 50 yes. or a thousand. Right. And, uh, and you, you eat and drink and be merry and, and there are parades and there's, um, and you show your boobs for beads. Yeah. Did you do that? No, 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 no. Actually. That's a that's kind of a, a mis uh, a misapprehension about Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, the parade scene is actually very family. Right. Uh, the the boob thing is really just on Bourbon Street. Right. And the police kind of tolerate it there because it's just tourists. No right. local would ever go to Bourbon Street for Mardi Gras. Of course not, because it's all out in the neighborhoods. It's all out in you know Marigny and and all over the place and the Bywater. Um, you can get arrested for three things. Mardi Gras. Uh-huh. Um, and only three things. Okay. One is showing your tits. Oh. Uh, one is fighting. Oh. And one is crossing the parade route. Oh. If you try to, because people are super drunk and they'll try to jump across. And, right. But other than that, like, the, I have never seen public drunkenness like this. Oh, yeah. At 11 o'clock in the morning. It's to a level. They Oh, it's amazing. And, and it's really actually... It's super fun. People were actually very nice and very friendly and lots of conversations just hanging out in the crowd and nice. all these bizarre traditions. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I, I am very disappointed that there's not more boobs. Uh, I just feel like boobs are good. It, and, and also it was freezing well, there's when that. I was there. There's yeah. that. But who doesn't love boobs? I mean, uh, well, we'll find someone. Do you, you like boobs? Surely. Well, at my age, I'm growing them, so I'm learning to love. I'm learning to love. Anyway, uh, so anyway, that so so I wanted to just give a couple of uh, facts. Oh yeah, yeah, fascinating facts about Mardi Gras. Um, it it became a, an official Catholic holiday in 1582 oh. when Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. Uh, that's X I I I. Placed, uh, uh, put it on the Gregorian calendar uh, as the day before Ash Wednesday. Is that the calendar named after him, Gregory? Uh, Gre- yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I think so. That sounds right. Huh. Um, uh, but it may have had its roots, as so many of the things on the, on the Catholic calendar do, in pagan spring rituals. What? Well, you know, they've been having... Uh, uh, festivals that included like feasts and masquerades yes. and all of that sort of stuff. So, I mean, I th- I think it sort of merged, melded, yeah. Together is it is it a new world? Like is is Carnival specifically a new world phenomenon? No, 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 no. Is. They they do it in uh, they in do Spain it, and Italy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Venice has a very famous one, right? right, right. And, and uh, also Rio de Janeiro. You new, know? new world. That's new world, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, Shrove Tuesday <laughs> is the other name for for Fat Tuesday. Uh, What's because, a Shrove? Well, it's it's. I think it's like the past tense or a der- derivation of Shrive, uh, which means confession. Ooh. So you so so it's also the day when you go and you confess your sins. Mm. Probably in the nighttime so that you can get all of your drinking and whoring in beforehand. (laughs) Then you do a confession right before you go into Ash Wednesday so that you're clean and pure for for, for Lent. But hungover and gassy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling good at all. I'm never going to drink again, Father. Do you think the ashes were originally like a thing for like a hangover? Like it was supposed to be a hangover cure? Take some ashes. I don't know what the ashes... You know, it's funny. A lot of... It was amazing... Again, I was there uh, during Mardi Gras and and walking around and mm-hmm. seeing people with shit all over their foreheads. Right. I was like, "What the hell happened?" So, oh, it's that. The, it's a thing. It's, it's a magic symbol. It's the yeah. That's a thing that they. Yeah, do. yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, yeah, there's a, yeah they celebrated in like Germany and Italy. And right. That's true. That's true. All sorts of places. Anyway, I just that that's it. I didn't. There's not much to that. No, I just it's super interesting to, though. It, I, I was about it. I was amazed uh, that the most Catholic part of America is the most fun part. Yeah. Well, they they don't Catholic very well. I mean, they no, they Catholic. No. They're pretty serious about about being understood as Catholics, but as far as all the stuff that requires, you, yeah, you know, they're not so much into that. No, no, no. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, uh, if you guys all want to uh, to to tell us about your Mardi Mardi Gras parties or whatever, you can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com, or go to the or or uh, you can call in. Uh, that's four two four six 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 eight four four two and leave a voicemail for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't have any voicemails on this show because I don't know how to retrieve them. And Frank, do you want me to fake some? Frank has pink eyes. So hi, this is Josephine. <laughs> you, oh, Josephine! I'm, I gave up. <laughs> Prank calls for Lent. <laughs> so dumb. Beep. Stupid. Uh, I, I had nothing. I had nothing. I'm sorry. No, I like. I apologize. I actually. I, was... I don't. I don't mean to to take you down a peg because I really enjoyed that. Oh, um, thank you. <clears throat> Uh, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Uh, also, go to the, uh, the search out the TGIA members only lounge. And when I'm not feeling uh, horribly overwhelmed, I'll try and find a time to let you in. Um, so now we're going to listen to, we're, it's not a patty break this time, um, but we're going to listen to the Rantons and the Ravens of one Pastor James David Manning. He's a, oh, yeah. this, this is the guy that, the, I mean, we've heard from him before. He was the guy that, that claimed that Starbucks had semen in it. It's demonic! And, uh, he's, is that that guy? Um, yeah. Yeah, probably. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's the pastor of a church in, uh, in New York that is uh, in danger, apparently, of losing. They, they, he's gone into foreclosure. Yeah. And a series of gay uh, groups have been attempting to gather the funds to buy the thing. Yeah. To which I will gladly donate. Yes. Uh, should Everybody give to that. Anyway, uh, so uh, here he is. To all the sodomites that think that you're going to purchase this church and a foreclosure sale, let me tell you something. <laughs> Before you can ever own the Lord's house, because that's, that's right. what this is. That's right. Like this is the Lord's yes. house. This ain't no damn bathhouse. That's right. This ain't no fag house. 
<laughs> this is the Lord's house. Amen. And before you can ever own this property, hook or crook to own this property, you will be carried, men who are fags with testicles will be carrying babies in their testicles and giving birth to them through their anus. That's how impossible it is for you to That's get right. this house. That's right. When you start carrying a baby in your bags yes, and birthing that baby through your ass, then right. you can own this house. Until I see you pull a baby out yes. your ass, you ain't going to pull this church out from underneath to us. And boom, shakalaka yes. goes right there. Yes, and all you fags can go to hell That's and right. do it now. I'm James David Manning, everybody. I'm the Lord's servant. Oh my God! Boom shakalaka, shakalaka, <laughs> testicle pole baby out your anus. Holy shit! What is he talking about? He's the craziest person alive. What? I, oh, I love it. His, <laughs> first of all, his voice is really glorious. It's yeah. It's like he's got a super cool voice. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, what is talking about? It sounds like Morgan Freeman just sped up a little bit. <laughs> Like you're 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 fast forwarding to an know, awesome Morgan kind of Freeman like, movie. It's like kind of like Grover on on Sesame <laughs> Street meets yeah yeah I don't know wow boom shakalaka <laughs> yeah so the it's the Ali Forney Center uh, is a is a charity for uh, homeless LGBT youth mm. in New York and so they they did a what you might call it thing Kickstarter or something mm. and they got their goal was two hundred thousand dollars and they got it. Yeah. So I think that you can't buy, I'm doubting you can buy prime real estate in Harlem for $200,000, but at least they can bid on it. Yeah. And then probably fundraise after that. So, oh man, that would be awesome. Oh God. Turn that frown upside down. I, I think he'd have a baby out his ass if that happened. It sounds like he was going, boop, shakalaka, what's coming on my ass? Wait, here's the other thing I don't understand. It's a baby. Like when, when he ended it, did you notice that it was like, and I'm the Lord's servant. That was so crazy. Like, what? Did, 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 did Satan just speak out of his mouth? Like, dude, who can do that? Servant. I'm the Lord's I'm Pastor Manning. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm a cartoon character, and I'm the Lord's servant. Wow. That guy is amazing. Like, when he was, and I've heard this guy before. He's uh-huh. the guy. It's like, it's demonic. <laughs> it's demonic, everybody. <laughs> but w- when he's just speaking, his voice is awesome. I would listen to that guy read, like, People Magazine to Absolutely. me. It would be awesome. Absolutely. That he guy should do, do voiceovers, but they're, like, <laughs> they'd always end with, get the faggots out the blood. Y'all having a baby out your butt. This ain't no fag house. <laughs> sorry, we're just, oh, sorry, Land Before Time uh, 6, Scene yeah. 3, Take 4, Pastor Manning. Can we try that again? <laughs> Pastor Manning. Let's, there's you're, no sodomy. Remember in this that you're playing a dinosaur. Yeah, you're playing a baby dinosaur with a rattle. Okay, three, <laughs> three horns don't play with long necks, just like I don't play with no fags. Second Thessalonians <laughs> says, "I will stone the non-believer." Like, wow. <laughs> All right, I gotta calm down, but uh, that guy got me. That guy, the boom shakalaka, <laughs> that's got me a, amped up. It's a special thing. Wow. And boom shakalaka. He should yeah, he should give up his church and go down the street to the Apollo. <laughs> he will. That's yeah. that's his next move, I'm sure. Ooh. Oh. 
Are we uh, done? Because that was a good cap on everything. Yeah, we should end. Thanks it, for but, listening. That's but we did that last week. We we skipped the second half yeah, of the show last it week. Was really short. Yeah. So this week we got to do it. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I'm gonna do some emails. We got a couple. We got a whole bunch of emails, and we're we're not gonna get to even a fraction of them. But we'll do a couple of them real quick. Stephen from Utah writes in, uh, dear Frank, Dan, and or Mark. Hey, See? Stephen. There you are. I got a shout out finally. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, f- I felt the spirit after hearing you, your last podcast and wanted to chime in. I was raised LDS and have been a staunch atheist for the last 16 years. My job has taken me to many liberal places in Nevada and Arizona where I was able to be out and open with my lack of faith. However, I recently took a position back in Utah in a very conservative LDS company. Mm. Isn't it weird that in Utah, a company can be considered an LDS company? It's not owned by the church, well, but there's so many companies here where it's like the, the owners are all Mormon yep. and everybody's Mormon. And, and Take a walk around Vivint sometime. It's just like, whew. It's, you think, oh, I'm sorry, I walked into the MTC. Yeah. No, here's some home security for you. But yeah, the culture, the, the corporate culture can be totally... Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yes, there is such a thing as what we would consider an LDS company. Uh, he says so much so that pictures of Mormon Jesus can be seen scattered throughout the plant. And the running joke is that you need to move to the multi, you need to move, uh, to the multimillionaire. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, who is currently on a second mission to his, to the owner's ward to reach upper management. I get what he's oh, saying. Oh, fuck. What? <clears throat> I hope that's a joke. I hope, uh, it's, he says it's the running joke. Yes, But every joke is 10% joke. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, as bad as it all sounds, the place is great. The people are wonderful to work with. I didn't know what to do at first, so I didn't say anything. However, after several questions of faith and thoughts on my opinion of Trump, I decided to politely tell people that I was never comfortable discussing religion or politics at work, as most workplaces are very PC. This was met with a quick, oh, I understand, and left at that. Uh, uh, I thought that I was kowtowing and not standing up as a proper atheist, and frankly felt pretty bad. However, I had not foreseen the amazing perks of establishing yourself as someone who is off limits to religion and politics. I'm left out of every Trump, Jesus, LDS conference, and Ammon Bundy conversation. <laughs> While maintaining a friendly and respectful relationship with people I really enjoy working with. I hope this can be of some help. That's awesome. You admitted to being radioactive, and so people stay away. Yeah, exactly. I th- I, that's probably... You know, it's so funny, because Frank and I had this whole discussion about, uh, you know... Coming out. Uh, well, and about how to talk about atheism uh, yeah. and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's probably true that the smartest move is just to say, I don't, I'm uncomfortable talking about these topics at work because you're not, let's face it. A, you're, you're only going to create trouble. Yeah. You're only going to, and, and you're only going to like the, like the possible outcomes for talking about it at work. It's not like you're going to really convert anybody to atheism. You might give someone, you know, the, there, there's a nice outcome, which is that you might find someone else who's also atheist or who's, right. who's thinking in those along right. those lines, and maybe they need someone to talk to, and maybe you need somebody to talk to, and it's nice to have people in your corner. <clears throat> yeah. But also, you could just create an HR problem for yourself and get fired. Which I'm sure has happened. So uh, I'm sure it's happened, and I, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm a, my fall on the spectrum is a little more evangelical than you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think it's important to have conversations, and... I do too. And I've gotten away from, you know, maybe we all went through a period of a little bit of a fiery atheist and I can be under the right circumstances, but 
I think there's a very friendly way to say, you know, it's not really my bag because I'm an atheist and and right. thing and a thing. And it may, even if it doesn't deconvert or whatever, it may cause someone to think, hey, Dan's a nice guy. I, I work with this guy, Dan. He's a super cool guy. He's really nice. And he's an atheist. I right. never thought that was possible. So you might just flip the script a little bit on somebody's worldview, and that's cool. I think that that is cool. And, and you know, as long as you... You can shut down that you can have the same effect that Stephen had by saying, I'm an atheist and I prefer not to talk about these things. Right. Uh, because they don't want to come to an atheist and say, hey, how about that Jesus? <laughs> they, I mean, they might say it. They, they won't say it in the same way that they would say it to a believer. Right. So so you're already excluded from a lot of that stuff. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also. But yeah, I mean, I think there is something nice about especially especially if you're not going to be a dick. Jeff, you're just cool about it. And it as it's like the, you know, the color of the shirt you're wearing. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm an atheist. So, yeah. And if, if you make it not terrifying and frightening and super mysterious to them and you're just you know, Jenny from the block, then people are going to be, people are going to have to engage with their feelings about atheism differently than they, it's like knowing the first gay person, some conservative knows and it's like, well, he's the, he doesn't rape too many children. Wait a minute. Seems Roger's right. gay. Holy but, shit. But I always thought he was such a nice fella. <laughs> well, I guess I got to hate him. I, I now. figured him for an atheist. Uh, there but good go. for you. I'm, and I'm glad that the result wasn't that they sicked the elders on you. Yeah, exactly. That, that's good job. Yeah. Uh, Robin wrote in, uh, I know it's difficult to believe. This is, this is a critical one. I probably should have waited for Frank to be here, but you, you'll, you'll help me out with this. Okay. Uh, this is one where I think I need to do a mea culpa. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Um, Robin says, I know it's difficult to believe that an atheist, gay-loving woman, feminist, and small business owner can believe in Republican issues concerning small business survival in the United States of America. As a libertarian, uh, I began listening to your show three or four years ago. I love you guys. However, lately, I have been almost ready to throw my cell phone and uh, at, the, at, at the bashing, to throw my cell phone, sorry, at the bashing based Republican comments that continually flow out of your mouths. Also, with social issues, etc. I, I agree with a lot of what you say. However, when it comes, up, uh, when it comes to business issues, taxes, healthcare, etc., I draw the line. Uh, lately, I have had to turn your podcast off. Although I am not a fan of Trump, uh, the religious right wing and social issues associated with Republicans, as a small business owner, my job is to keep my employees taken care of and my business afloat. Uh, in doing so, I back many Republican decisions. Um, it would be nice if you could tone it down on the Republican bashing and the Democratic Party righteousness. Uh, atheists and Democrat Party do not always go hand in hand. So uh, I wanted I read, Democrat Party. No, Demo I don't think that's what I may have read that wrong. Uh, atheist and Democratic Party do not go. Actually, the party is the Democrats. It's not Democratic. Uh, Democratic. No, mm. it's the Democrats. All right, I'll stand down. <laughs> it doesn't matter. In the end, we know what we're talking well, it's about a, here. It is a slur, and I was wondering if all that "please don't slur" was ended with a slur. No, 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 no. Right. I, I, I get. You I misread. I, I get none of that from her. Uh, or, or, yes, from Robin. Um, I think. Here's here's what I think. Uh, I don't think that I bash Republicans uh, much. I bash Republican candidates a hell of a lot uh, because I find them. Uh, because most of the ones running for president right now are awful. They're just atrocious. To a, to a person. Yeah. But there's not, there's not a single... I don't know. That Kasich guy is pretty cool. He's not. 
I mean, he's not. He's I not. disagree with him on a lot of things. Yeah, but I like at least like as a human being, he doesn't sound like a monster. He's not a monster, right? Um, but I but I gotta say, like uh, liberal values. Uh, so especially speaking in terms of social values, mm-hmm. uh, that is to say, uh, you know, embracing of otherness, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, uh, sexuality or, uh, right. uh or national or, origin. Yeah. Yep. And that sort of thing. Gender. Uh, all of these things. Disability. I, I feel like they are sort of, uh, you know, once you shed the religious reasons to fight it. They are kind of values that uh, that I feel like most atheists should embrace. Yeah, I don't see any reason why you why you would fight that. Uh, so uh, I'm not sure where I fall on this one. I do think that maybe uh, maybe Frank and I and and you when you're on the show maybe we need to be a, a little more open to because we do have some conservative listeners, mm-hmm. some politically conservative listeners. Yeah. Uh, and one for sure. Yes, indeed, and and I'm and I'm fine with that. Uh, it, yeah, we this isn't a show about politics. No, but it's impossible in America, especially, and I I know the the writer would admit this herself. In America, especially, it is impossible to separate. to discuss religion without discussing politics. Right, exactly, and 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 it's the social issues that are the that are the bugaboo. Yeah, I mean, this isn't Norway. Right, right, right. So, uh, so yeah, we, so I don't know that we can lay off of the Republicans entirely because the Republicans are in large part the problem. Right. The, the, the Democrats are, are, are at, believe me, there's plenty of problems. Oh yeah. But the Democrats are far less likely to pick up religion as a club and try and beat us, bash everybody else over the head with it while they're being utterly hypocritical. Right. While they are. You know, the the Palin family in toto. Yeah. The the great moralizers of the Republic, you know, some of the great moralizers of the Rep- Republican Party. The family is a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. And they're lecturing, you know, they're telling me and my husband we can't get married. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I when the Republicans stop doing that, consider it a truce, I guess. But I uh, to me, it's also not the 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 just the social issues. Republican economics, and I understand where you're coming from, is a low-tax kind of thing. But but really examine Republican economics since Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, when when government was described as the enemy and, and, you know, jobs were shipped overseas and everything was outsourced and unions were destroyed. Right. I don't see it as good for small business. I don't see it as good. For, I don't see the economics as moral either. Right. So that's – so I think I probably am more – uh, I think I'm rougher on Republicans, Republicans generally than you guys are on the show. On the show, as sure. As a guest, and that's why I'm not on every week. I, right. We we have to kick you off. I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty rough on Republicans in my in my daily life. Like I I disagree with. I'm not a Democrat, uh, meaning I don't belong to the party. But I'm but I certainly don't agree with with the Republican. Uh, uh, financial d- fiscal policies or anything like that. Right. And I would say about the social issues, just a quick thought Yeah, is let's say that Hillary Clinton or, or Bernie Sanders become president. Okay. Right. Or both. Who knows? Both. Let us. Uh, so they become Team one president. of them becomes president. And as far as, as far as the Christian right is concerned, what about their daily life would be different? Right. Nothing. Let's say Ted Cruz becomes president. And and the writer is a self-described lesbian, uh, atheist, et cetera, et cetera. If Ted Cruz or Donald Trump or 
God knows whichever one of the others became president. Right. How would your daily life change? I think it would change significantly. I think if they could do what they wanted to do on social issues, your life would be very different. Yep. And and so would mine, and so would a ton of people. Yep. And and it's not funny. I mean, it's not a joke. So, nope. yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's serious stuff. These are these are important issues, and I don't think right. that and I don't think that it's inappropriate for us to talk about those things. I agree. Um, we may have crossed some lines at some points, so sorry about that. Well, but, but it's you know, and also no, all your listeners aren't going to agree with everything you say. No, I, mean, I don't. I listen to you guys. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, we're we're going to say things that you're not going to agree with, and and that's fine. That half of, half of the battle in this whole world, I feel like, is that I mean, right now, America is to the point where, you know, people are offended if someone says something that some that they disagree with. Like, yeah. so you just disagree, right? You're okay. And also, ideas as an atheist, this is our whole. This is the whole idea of atheism is. Ideas, all ideas are on the table. Everything yeah. is discussable. Right. There aren't sacred cows. Right. And you're supposed to discuss it. If you don't have the discussion, Yeah. if, if, if all you'll listen to is the people who already agree with you and you don't actually engage in the conversation, yeah. then, you, then you're not going to arrive at the best idea. Right. You're just not. So there you go. There you go. <clears throat> um, Brian wrote into us from uh, Ontario. In Canada. All right. Um, he said, hey, guys, I just sent you a $100 donation. I hope you get it. Here's the backstory. Well, which whose dollars, theirs or ours? Oh. Yeah, this he could, might have boned you on that. No, no, no. I, I, I saw it. It came through. It was, a, it was American dollars. $100 America? Yeah. Oh, very good. We boned him. Ah! Sucker. <laughs> he said, a few years ago, one of you, I think it was Frank, made an offhand comment about how ridiculously easy it is to get Italian citizenship. Actually, I think it was me. Oh. That said it because a friend of mine. Anyway, oh. uh, this caught my attention since I have Italian ancestry and my kids have expressed an interest in working in the EU. I had a small problem, though. I knew nothing about my ancestry, not even the names of my grandparents, let alone any other details that I needed. I spent about a year gathering all kinds of information and even discovered that my great-great-grandfather uh, might have played a historic role in the foundation of Italy. Alas, he was on the wrong side of it and died in prison. And decided that if it worked out, I'd make a $100 contribution to the show. Well, it worked out, and we are now Italians. No way! Thanks for the show, and keep up the good work. How do, how do I do that? How do you do that? Become an Italian? Yeah. You basically just, like, you jump through a thousand hoops, but you just tell them that you're Italian, and you kind of name who your grandma is. You say you, you, you're a sincerely held Italian. Yes, exactly. You, 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 you affirm your, your belief in your Italianness. It's It's... They're one of the lack, most lax uh, in, Weird. in the EU. About, wow. About. So they're kind of like Israel. If you're Jewish, come home. Yeah, basically. That's crazy. Basically. Why, why is that? Do they have like a low birth rate or? No, they're just, they're lazy. When you hear your family. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So I doubt they would go for my grandmother's Scottish name. No, no, no? they probably, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that you I'll have to. I'll put an eni on the end. Yeah, exactly. You have to, you have to actually cool. show some sort of. Some sort of huh. Italianness. Go Italy. I like that. Yeah. Very so cool. and and go Brian and thank you for the donation. That was really uh, amazing of you. A hundred lira. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What? Oh my gosh. Um, and by the way, if any of you guys out there want to contribute, as Brian has done, go to our webpage, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on one of the contribution methods. 
You can go to Patreon and become a, a patron, or you can go to uh, 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 PayPal and just give us a one-time donation. Sort Do of it. Thing. Well, it's a miracle. <laughs> Wonder of wonders, miracle of miracles. God took a soldier by the hand. Please, people, this was the straight guy singing a show tune. It was. That I didn't know, so That's, there you uh, go. I, I don't actually, I don't think soldier came into it. I, I'm just... Uh, what show is that? That's from... Uh, is it Godspell? No, no, it's from... Uh, uh, Joseph. Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, Jews don't believe in miracles. They do. Do they? God took a Daniel once again. Huh. Turned him around and miracle of miracles well, led him through the lion's den. See, the point oh. is, uh, there are these things called miracles. Yes. Uh, God. Yes. Uh, rot them. Yeah. Uh, and, and, they're, and they're magic. They're magic, and as we said before, they, they seem to center around sport. <laughs> well, no, they don't, actually. Yeah. There's so many of them that have nothing to do with sport. Things like, you, you remember that Bible? You've heard of the Bible? Yeah. Yeah, there are all, there, there are all these things in the Bible. And I'd they, like to know more. They all sound stupid. <laughs> like, you know, a lake splitting in two so Not that people a, can... A sea. A sea. Yeah. Yeah. A, or, yeah. or like, you know, uh, everybody's... Firstborn child dying. That's a great miracle. What yeah, a fantastic a, miracle not, that uh, is. That's not what we were praying for, but thanks. But thanks anyway. Thanks. Um, very effective. Thank, awesome. Awesome. Effective misfire. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, bushes that burn Just all the time. They're on fire, but they don't consume. These are amazing things. And what's things. the one about the furnace? The fiery furnace, right? You go in. Oh, you show, yeah. They, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego. Uh, Aloysius. And they get just popped into the uh, the yeah. old oven. Yep. Came out not even not even medium rare. Yep. They were fine they because were just, of their faith. Uh, so, so, you know, back in the ancient times, back in them their old end days, mm -hmm. they, they, they seemed to happen all the time. Yeah. Well, they're still happening, kids. Yeah, it's been it's been going on this whole time. So we thought we'd talk about some of the uh, the most fun Catholic miracles, mostly Catholic. We yeah, might, we, I might delve into some other some other brands of miracles. I, I feel stupid. I didn't look up Jewish miracles. Of course, they have miracles. Hey, I got some Muslim ones. <clears throat> Do you? Oh, you yeah. dug some up? Yeah. Fuck. So uh, so uh, let's 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 start with with some some goodies. What what do you got? You got a fun one? I, I have a really fun one. Okay. Is, uh, <clears throat> oh, what's the name of this place? Da, 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 da. Okay, this is uh, Dateline, Loretto, Italy. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I met I met her once. Uh, it it turns out. Italy? <clears throat> pardon me. I'm this air. I'm sorry, guys. That the the Virgin Mary. Yeah. She's, uh, she plays a big role in a lot of these. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not Catholic, uh, but I find it so fascinating. And it just, yeah. I mean, from the outside, and Catholics can say if we're wrong, but from the outside, it's kind of a polytheistic cannibal cult. It, you, oh, sure. I mean. Well, if you think that this turns your, your bread and your wine turns into the. Uh, into Jesus. A bit of Jew. Yeah. Uh, every Sunday. I think that's a little cuckoo. My favorite candy is bit of Jew. Bit of Jew. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, it's kind of salty. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, I think that's, I think it's a little cuckoo. And yeah. believe me, Ray's Mormon. We believe in, you know, 
you're you're you, you live there's planets and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, okay yeah. so it's i'm not saying it's no more cuckoo right. than other things and I, I find it i i like the cuckoo i think it's really it's fascinating char- it's kind of charming actually charming so anyway it's crazy in, in loretto italy yeah apparently uh <laughs> the virgin mary's house was flown from nazareth <laughs> Flown in the air from Naz- magically flown from Nazareth by angels in the 13th century to escape the Saracens. Oh, yeah, which was the uh, the word at the time for Kenyan usurper. I think mm. it, yeah, uh, to, the Saracen horde to escape the Saracens. The miracles performed there were so convincing that in 1507, Pope Julius II approved it as a place of pilgrimage. In 1920. Mary, in her guise as Our Lady of Loretto, was appointed the patron saint of aviation. <laughs> oh, because uh, yes. her house flew. Be- apparently, she had proved her aeronautical skill in commanding the angelic squadron that had flown her house to Loretto over 400 years earlier. Honestly, it's like... It Did it f- land on a witch? It fell on the, the wicked witch of Loretto. Loretto. Isn't that awesome? It's a house. That's it's the, a house. That's theoretically, uh, it's it's theoretically a, a a it's from Nazareth. Well, I mean that's where Mary lived. I guess it? for a minute, yeah. yeah, for a hot minute. And I didn't know she had a house. I thought they they lived. Well, maybe you they thought moved. they stayed in the manger for the rest of their lives. Well, I don't know. Does there? I don't think they lived there. Did they live in Nazareth? Like like they went to Nazareth to to give birth, and then they ran ran off to Egypt for twelve years or something like that. And oh, then hell, I don't know. This is, it's not checking out. The story's not checking Where out. Where did Jesus grow up? He grew up in Jerusalem. I, I don't know. We are. Why are we even talking well, about this stuff? We yeah, have we, no idea. Who cares? Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Anyway, uh, I want you to know that that's why she's the patron saint of aviation. Because her house flew. Yeah. That's a pretty amazing trick. So blame her next time you're on a United flight stuck on the right, exactly. runway for four hours. Or or pray to her, and maybe you'll get uh, in in line. Yeah, maybe she'll you'll get, fly your house out of there. You'll get to go. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Saint Claire of Assisi. Mm. Uh, everyone always talks about uh, Francis of Assisi, mm. but Saint Claire, she was she she's the patron saint of television. Oh, I knew that. And here's the reason. Yeah, uh, it's one of the most delightful miracles I've ever heard. She was sick, too sick. To go to mass. So uh, she stayed in bed, but so strong was her faith. <laughs> and so desperate was she to, to, to partake in the sacrament of mass that magically on her wall appeared the image of the mass. And she got to hear and see the whole thing on her wall in her cloister. and Because oh, she was uh, like a nun. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she watched. She watched it on TV. She was the first person to watch a show. What year was this? Uh, this was the year... Because if it's not, like, 1952, I'm calling bullshit. It's, uh, uh, like, somewhere... She was born in 1194, died in 1253. Wow. Yeah. First broadcast. I'll bet it was grainy. I'll bet it was... Yeah, it was black and white. The sound was shit. It was... uh, Yeah, the sound was... And it was, uh, it was not synced up right. She is the... If I'm not mistaken... Her martyrdom in sorry, this is very graphic. Her martyrdom in call uh, uh, entailed having her boobs cut off. Oh dear! And so I believe it's Saint Clair that is shown walking around with a tray with it looks like two jellos on it. <laughs> what? I'm serious. It's crazy. I don't. I don't. Well, let's see. I don't. I don't see that here. But I, I think it's her. 
Somebody, somebody's got a, a, a plate of tits. Yeah. Walking around with a plate of tits. Yeah. So that's a great one. It's not yeah. as great as the patron saint of aviation. Mm. Okay. So I, it gets, imagine how complicated it is when you're watching a movie on a plane. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you got to pray to both of them. So I want to talk a little bit. Uh, are you done with Saint yes, Claire? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Move on. I want to talk a bit about the miracle at Fatima. Oh yes. Yeah. So this one's a biggie. Uh, Lucia Santos was a little girl in, um, I believe it was 1917. Mm-hmm. This is this is a really foundational miracle for the Catholics who really believe in miracles. This is a big one. Of modern day Catholics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, it, because it's so recent. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was the 13th of May, 1917. <laughs> Eight year old girl was in a sheep field. As you do. In uh, Portugal. Yes. And claims to have seen a personage. Uh, I thought it was multiple kids. Oh, you think, well, it was, you're confusing this with Joseph Smith's first vision or multiple <laughs> versions, but this is, there were multiple kids, but the, two of her cousins were with her ah, yes. and they didn't see anything. Oh, uh, but they were told later on, they, they were told not to say they didn't say anything. Oh, I see. So, um, it said the, the lady of the rosary appeared to her and told her some secrets, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then the Mets are going to win the series. <laughs> invest in Apple. <laughs> Believe me. So she invested in an orchard. Stupid. And yeah, she's an idiot. Edit that joke out. So <laughs> anyway, it, it's it, what happened is it, the story started getting around and she said, oh, this virgin is going to appear to me at regular intervals. This person is going to appear to me at regular intervals. And so, look, people used to be more ignorant than even we are. That doesn't sound possible. I know, but it, the, people were dumber than we are, and we are stupid. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, word got out, and it became this thing, and a bunch of people stood in the field and wanted to see. There was like a, a, a date and time, right? She, she, she said. She was like, there's a thing that's going to happen on this day at that's this right. time. And I think it was in October of that same year, between 30,000 and 100,000 people. That should tell you right now. If there's no reliable count, if the, the, the count of people in the field has a, a margin of error of 70,000, yeah, yeah. you know, of 70% margin of error, then eh, it's probably not the most reliable accounts of what happened. So anyway, a lot of people experience, were, understood they were to experience this miracle by staring at the sun. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do that. No. And when you stare at the sun, a, a lot of strange hallucinations can happen. I feel like you're telling this story wrong. Uh, oh, that that the well, I feel like you're you're <laughs> telling it as though you don't believe that this actually occurred. No, no. I'm just I'm te- I'm playing the devil's advocate here. Okay. So anyway, people were experiencing what's called after effects <laughs> when you stare at a bright light way too long. And close your eyes and move your eyes. This thing will dart all over the place. Uh, Not everybody there saw anything. Okay. And if the Earth had been flailing around in space, thusly, <laughs> people probably outside of that field would have noticed it. Yeah. As the, the Earth was torn asunder. Uh, so what did they say they saw? They say they saw just that. The sun darting around the sky. Mm. They saw two suns. Oh, uh, they saw a, a, a burning halo around the sun. Mm. All things you see when you stare at the sun. Well, yeah, but they all saw it at the same time. So <laughs> they all stared at the sun at the same time. Miracle. 
miracle. Miracle. It's a miracle. So this is, uh, it's funny because it's so canonical. It's such an important part of the Catholic miracle cult. Yeah, well, I think it happened. All right. I believe in it. I, I agree. Joseph of Cupertino. Mm. Uh, not Cupertino, California, where Apple is based. Okay. But uh, Italian Cupertino. Uh, this is a, a Franciscan friar, um, considered a saint and a mystic. Mm. Uh, when was this about? 1630. Ooh. The year 1630. Well, that was a good year. Uh, it, it was a great year. Great year. one of the best. Uh, yeah. Not the least, not the least the reason being that Joseph of Cupertino... Uh, there, there was a pr- procession in honor of another saint, uh, in honor of St. Francis of Assisi, mm-hmm. and uh, he got so stoked about this procession that he uh, ascended into the air. He levitated. Huh? He flew. <laughs> in public? Yeah. In That's, front of everybody. and then rude. Apparently just hovered there for a while, just chilled. For a bit, and then uh, eventually touched back down. <laughs> cool. Uh, That's uh, great. Apparently, he did it more than once, uh, including one time in front of Pope Urban the the Eighth, uh, and so now he's the patron saint of pilots and astronauts. Weird. <laughs> I mean, if you can't believe that story, what can you believe? The Pope himself. He le- he floated. And why would the Pope lie? Eat your heart out, David Blaine. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of people saw that too. Huh? Apparently. Dude just, dude flew. Well, mine's, this next one I have is a little more, I don't know. It's not as exciting as that, but it, but it certainly is interesting. Okay. And it is the, the miracle that has occurred many times in oh. many places called stigmata. Oh, yes. Yeah. So this is, this is a sympathetic uh, uh, kind of uh, c- correlation or whatever with with Christ. This uh-huh. is where uh, the saint or or the the religious person is blessed with to share the suffering of Christ's nails upon the cross. Oh, how fun! Yeah, it's so it it's is it me or is Catholicism just super blood obsessed? Oh, they love it. Yeah, they love it. It's great. Well, oh, what else? Are you, what are you going to be obsessed yeah. with? You can't you can't do semen because uh, that that's naughty. It's yeah, it's naughty. But they're a little obsessed with that too. Well, they're obsessed with like not spilling it on the ground. Right. Well, so they say. Yeah. So anyway, the stigmata have affected a lot of bel- believers and a lot of monks and nuns. Um, what about believers and believers? <laughs> They're, yes. Do they get it as well? That's the risk of listening to Justin Bieber, people. Pop music. Your hands will bleed. It's not going to end well. <laughs> um, so none are known. None of these stigmata are known prior to the 13th century. But the first mentioned, oddly enough, is St. Francis of Assisi. Uh-huh. Uh, and he suffered stigmata. Uh, so his hands and feet began to bleed mm. and bled profusely. And he would produce nails that he said had pierced his flesh. Ah. Uh, there's a... Wait, how does that work? They just grow out of his hands or something? Uh, they appeared in his hands, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's a, and I, see, what's funny is I didn't know... And all I knew about St. Francis of Assisi is he was nice to animals. Yeah, yeah. He's the animal one. Sure. 
So I didn't know. I was just like, oh, he's not crazy. Well, yeah, he's crazy. So that dude is cuckoo bananas. Apparently, yeah. Do you know more about him? Or? No, I mean, I just, just, just that, just, just the stigmata. The stigmata is enough. Clearly, he was poking himself, right, and making himself bleed, right. So it turns out, again, people were maybe a little more ignorant than we are today, but it turns out that the Romans kept very good um, among everything they did: education, the roads, the aqueduct. Sure. Uh, one thing they kept very good records of was who and how they executed. Mm. And they executed a lot of people. Sure. And they crucified a lot of people. It was one of their favorite things. They were so good at it. Yeah. Weren't they great? Go and with what you know, folks. Go with you do you. <laughs> um, and they found from trial and error, from beta testing this whole <laughs> method, that you don't put the nail through the palm of the hand. Right. Yeah, no. You put it between the radius. And, is it radius and ulna? Yeah. Uh -huh. It's radius and ulna. You put it in the wrist. You put it in the wrist. Because if you put it through the hand... The weight of the person is going to tear through their hand, and they're not going to die on the cross. They're going to fall off, and it's going to be a shitty mess. They have to do it all over again. Take that, idiot of CC. Dumb, dumb. So, they, you know, <laughs> and also, they, they nailed through the heel bone. Yikes. Yikes. Um, but there are many, many, many skeletons that have been found with the nail through the heel bone. That's gross. So I know that, I know that a lot of them weren't put on crosses, but rather on uh, just a pole. Ugh. They did, they, so they, the hands would go straight up and right. the feet would go down. And well, they, it's, they, a, it's an economy of wood. Yeah. But, but you know what, guys? If you're going to fake your, your stigmata, spend five minutes on Just Wikipedia. Do a little bit of research. A little do bit a little of backstory will go so far. Yeah. It goes so far. You got another one? Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about the Statue of Cartago, hmm? uh, which is in Costa Rica. Now, this goes back a long way. This is 1635. I didn't even know there was a Costa Rica in 1635, but apparently there was. <laughs> well, there was a landmass. Are you sure? I don't know. Prove it. Uh, okay, you're right. Here's the proof. Uh, in 1635, a young girl uh, is supposed to have... She, she, she took a small statue of a mother and child. She, she found it lying on her way in a footpath. Mm. Oh, look, a small statue. Mm. Brought it home, showed her folks... Put it on the mantle. Mm -hmm. Next morning, it was gone. Oh, darn. Well, I oh, guess a I'd, thief came in the night. I guess I don't get that anymore. Yeah. Walked on a footpath, found it again. Wow. Same spot. <clears throat> so after this happened again, off she goes to the priest and says, this thing keeps doing a magic trick. And the priest says, well, we'll see about that and puts it into a box and he keeps it. Next morning, they open the box. It's gone! What? And there it is on the footpath. What's happening? Miracles! <laughs> what, what a peculiar miracle. What are we meant to learn from this? I don't know! But it's... A, That's no, listed as a miracle? Yeah. What's it called? The, uh, the, the, the sta what is it? The Statue of Cartago. That's a Nancy Drew story. That's not a miracle. It's, it, yeah, it does have a very, uh, a very almost uh, uh, Scooby-Doo ring it's to it, doesn't totally it? Scoob it's like, it's like if Scooby-Doo wrote, if they rewrote the Maltese Falcon. Like, wow, Scoob, we've <laughs> lost the statue again. It's a miracle. Wow, oh, you. <laughs> That's the lamest miracle ever. You start off with a guy flying around. <laughs> and it's like, hmm, a statue that keeps laying in it's, the dirt. It's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, that statue, in fairness, that statue really liked that footpath. That is so weird. Really dug it.
And so did that make that person a saint that found this? No. No, there's no sainthood associated with this miracle. It's oh. just a miracle. I, should we... Uh, do you have another one that you want to do, or should we just... Uh, I, I I have some some uh, some sort of here and there's... Uh, we could do that, or I was going to see if you could guess who was the saint, or, or, or if you could name a thing and I could find the saint of it. Oh. You want to do that? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do two of those. All right. Uh, I'm going to say... Find me the patron saint of barrel makers. Well, that would be a cooper. Yes, that's Let's right. Let's see. Let's see. Come a on. cooper is one who makes cooper, barrels. Cooper, cooper, cooper. No whammies. H I. How does the alphabet work? <laughs> uh, no, no coopers. Oh, there's well, cobblers. I'm serious. Try, try, try barrel maker. Barrel maker. Instead of blessed co- are the barrel makers, for they shall inherit the 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 beer. There's got to be one because it's pretty. It's pretty specific. It is. I, that's why I, I tried to make it as as specific as I could. Uh, Saint Nicholas, Did, for real? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so the, you're not just. You nope. didn't just say a name because nope. you were getting Saint Nicholas, patron saint of barrel makers and barbers and barbers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want the patron saint of uh Teachers. That'd oh, that's going to be an easy one. There's, they've got to be a picture. They've got to be one of those. Teachers, teachers, teachers. St. John the Baptist de La Salle. Oh, not just the regular St. John the no, Baptist? No, de La Salle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. And I was just reading a great article about how, it uh, doesn't say it in the Bible, but he has yeah. four. He had four heads. The St. John the Baptist? Yes, because there are four St. John the Baptist head uh, jantette churches in uh, Europe. <laughs> With the, his head as a relic. With his head as a his relic. Head. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, let's do one more. I okay, want to know the patron saint of arborists. Ooh, that's very specific. Let's see. If yeah, we can let's find see if we arborist. can find one. <laughs> or, or, uh, there's Air Force, Altar Boys. That's uh, the Americas. Anesthesiologists. I'm getting there. Archers, architects, arm pain, artists, astronauts, astronomers. Oh, I thought it said atheists. It's athletes. <laughs> that, no, I'm not seeing arborists. That's what we needed. Atheist. Yeah. The patron saint of atheists. Yeah. Somebody that we can pray to. It's Dawkins. It's No, it's not. It's Hitchens. Okay. He's dead, at least. He's super dead. We can, we'll attribute some miracles to him. All right. What do you got? Uh, I, I just wanted to say, like, I found one website that's, like, it's called the Miracle Page. The Miracles Page. Yeah. It's got some stuff like uh, an Islamic scholar in Skokie, Illinois. Uh, discovering a piece of tree bark in front of his house with the word Muhammad in Arabic carved into it by insects. That's weird. Fancy. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. Apparently, uh, Arabic is, uh, it occurs in nature. It's pretty, um, it's not very rectilinear, <laughs> like our proper alphabet. What's a rectum? What? It, it's kind of swo- it's kind of swoopy. It's yeah, it's cursive. Yeah, it's cursive. It's in cursive. It's cursive-ish. Uh, uh, in northwest China, they're talking about uh, an eighteen-month-old girl who's excreting metal nails Ugh. with no apparent discomfort and no sign of having eaten anything other than normal food. Talk about a stigmata. <laughs> right. I feel like here's what here's what bothers me about all of these. Is that it feels to me like if there's going to be a miracle, that miracle comes from somewhere. And whence cometh miracles but from God, uh, for the most part. We'll just say for the most part. 
And most of these, there's got to be a reason greater than just, look what I can do. I'll just make that guy fly. Fuck right, it. like it's a it's a parlor trick for a for a deity. Right, woo! I'm gonna make a girl shit nails. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Like why? What? Just give me a goddamn reason why you're doing it. Yeah, don't just do it. Don't just like. So let's just assume that everyone at Fatima, all thirty to one hundred thousand people yes. at Fatima, looked up and the sun actually moved in the sky. It wasn't a hallucination. It really happened. Yeah. Why? It's like a Galakazam. Why do that? Why? Why? There's yeah. just no... I mean, yes, all of those people are suddenly like, aha, I saw a miracle. Like, what about practical miracles? <clears throat> what about the bread and the fishes? Boom. Right. Everybody eats. Yeah. I would not soon forget that. There are hungry people, and then there aren't because they've all been fed. Yeah. That's a great fucking miracle. That's, that's a miracle that... that even better? Sure. Water to wine. Great. Bang. That serves all. That it, will that will turn a party around in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great miracle. Uh why yeah, but some some a house flying <laughs> to be saved from the Saracens. Who no. Is, wouldn't just, it be easier to just kind of put something in the path of the Saracens so they turn south? Any number of things are better than that. Uh, or get watch this. You ready? Yeah. The house gets knocked down. And nobody cares. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. It's a house. She's always got that manger she can kick back to. She's got... Crash on her buddy's couch. She's dead. dead. She does not need a house. Super dead. She's totally and 100% deed. Well, it, it, and I, it's it's funny to laugh about, but you know what's super weird? You know, I've, you've probably been to very, very Catholic countries. I've been to very, very Catholic countries. Sure. This kind of this the the cults of the saints and the the miracles the intercession that they may provide, that's what passes for healthcare and social services in a lot of places, <laughs> and it's fucked up. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you go to you go to those uh, Latin American countries or my neighborhood, and you see a hell of a lot of those uh, those candles with the saints on them. Yeah, yeah, like our my the Smiths Grocery Mart right here next to next to my house. Yeah. Uh, carries all the Santos candles. Right. It's uh, because mine is a very Latino-oriented uh, yeah. neighborhood. So, I, and yeah, what, do you, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't know. I, just, if, just make the miracle mean something. That's right. That's all I care about. Right. Just make it for a purpose. Yeah, making the sun go whoop, whoop, whoop in the sky is <laughs> right. like, that's awesome and super strange. Right cool that you can do that but what the fuck but yeah and does it prove that god is god or could an alien maybe do that because like yeah. what, what does that prove about you super what, superman can like pull a bus off a bridge right exactly that's a that would be a miracle save somebody's save some lives yeah exactly yeah. like people yeah stop a murderer a mass right. murderer that'd be awesome yeah or you know make a house fly and and make uh, the sun dance and a girl poop nails yeah, make that make those things happen. That's much better, uh, much 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 better. Yeah, it's so fascinating, and just reading all this, reading about all this stuff, it is so. I guess it was an explanation for slightly inexplicable phenomenon at one point, like the wind changed direction. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody, baby's coming out us. You got a baby in your testicles. <laughs> it's a miracle. How does he fail not? How does he not see that as a miracle? Uh, if I had a big ass scrotum baby, <laughs> I think he would see it as a miracle. That's miraculous. 
You should go to him and show him your scrotum. Oh, okay. Super. I'm on my way. To <laughs> All right. I think we have. Uh, I think we've we've finished. I think we're done. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Well, uh, kids, uh, thanks for listening. If you guys want to be participate in this discussion, <laughs> I don't know why. What you are we even talking about? I don't know, but if you have something to say, go ahead. Uh, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, uh, or you can call us up and let us hear your sweet voice. Uh, the phone number to do that is 424-666-TGIA. 666 is in the devil. And TGIA or 8442. Maybe that should be my podcast name is The Mark of the Beast. Oh, because you're Mark. What? Oh. Jesus. You're so good. I'm not even getting paid for this. No. No. No, I'm not giving you jack shit. Fuck. Uh, I wanted that $100. Go also to uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and go to the uh, TGIA Members Only Lounge also on Facebook. Thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club and uh, for the use of the music, which is so fine. And thanks to Mackenzie for all of the fine, fine work she does on the ever-expanding Facebook page. Uh, thank you, Mark. Thank for, you so uh, much. For filling in for the ailing uh, and, and pink-eye-ridden Franklin. Ugh. Not good. Hold on, looking up the patron saint of pink eye. Yeah, do that. Do that. Um, and uh, thank you also, dear listener, for tuning in. Uh, and, and, yeah, there's, there's gotta be a patron saint of eye maladies, doesn't there? Well, there's body ills, bodily ills, who's, who's that? Who's that? Oh, uh, Saint, Saint Rafka. Saint, okay, Frank. She's also the patron saint of loss of parent. Oh. Yeah. Well, pray, Frank. Hang in there, Frank. Pray to Saint Rafiki, and, uh, and for the rest of you, uh, you pray to whoever you got to, and then show up again, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.